What if I told you that the famous saying, winners never quit, is completely false and that winners quit all the time? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. I think it was Vince Lombardi who said the phrase that winners never quit and quitters never win. I just Googled this before I hit record, and there's other quotes like that. Winners are not people who never fail, but people who never quit. Looks like uh, uh, Ted Turner might have said, I can't tell, you know, with Google. Thanks for that. Like Ted Turner, looks like he had that quote attributed to him uh, and Vince Lombardi, and, you know, who knows who said it first. That's not the point of the episode, but I'm going to throw something a little different at you. And it's the idea that winners quit all the time. Now, they might not quit their main core task, but there's things that they stop doing. Uh, so <laughs> when it comes to your business, for me, for Red Anchor Marketing or for One Hour Funnel, I'm, I'm not going to quit One Hour Funnel. So I get that. Like I'm, I'm empathetic to the quote about never quitting and never giving up on One Hour Funnel. But I am always looking to quit other random stuff. So I think that winners quit all the time. They quit doing things that they don't want to do. It could be a task. It could be a client relationship. It could be a way they manage their time or, or you know, something in their life. Like they're, they're just always looking for things to quit. And the most successful people I know are calm and predictable and they have these calm, predictable lives and they have this calm, predictable business and they don't have to say yes to everything. Another way to phrase this is, you know, what are you always saying yes to that you know that you should be saying no to and then quit doing that stuff. Like look for, I always look for things to quit. Like what can I quit doing? I've unpacked a lot on this podcast about things that I've quit doing. And I'll give you an example of chores or things around the house, but I've quit mowing my lawn and I hired the neighbor kid to mow my lawn and and my oldest kid is old enough to do it. So he'll probably do it next summer. I just stopped doing that. I don't like doing it. I don't find joy doing it. I always hated doing it and gave up my whole Saturday to do it or half my Saturday to do uh, lawn maintenance. I just don't do it anymore. And it cost me $20 to get my Saturday back. So I quit doing that. So I'm a winner, like I'm a winner and I quit. And then other household chores, like I try to help out around the house, but there's things I don't like doing. So we hired a uh, person to clean our house and she cleans our house for probably like 25 bucks an hour, maybe less. I'm trying to think of what she gets paid paid per hour. I don't really know. Uh, 20 to 25 bucks an hour. And she does a far better job than I do. It provides for her and her family. She really likes it. She has a team of people. She's been doing it for years. She goes to our church. Like she's a great she's great at it and she likes doing it and I don't like doing it. And so I quit cleaning my house as much. I still pick up. I'm not a total slob and we have to clean quite a bit in between. I don't know if you ever, if you've ever had your house cleaned or whatever, there's a kind of a saying in our house, like the cleaner gets here tomorrow. So we have to pick up today. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to pre-clean your house sometimes. So anyways, I quit doing things like that. And those are menial tasks. Uh, But let's talk about other stuff in your business. Like what else might you want to quit? Now, in my company, about a year ago is when I started to hire a team. I hired Allison, my ops manager, in August, so about a year ago. And then I was able to quit doing more stuff. I was able to quit doing accounting and invoicing and onboarding and balancing the books and stuff like that. And we hired you know, an actual official accountant to get that stuff done. I don't have a ton of customer service in my business um, at scale right now, but as I open up the free plus shipping funnel soon, which, by the way, I just got a big old box of books sitting on my floor here. Um, uh, I'm going to start shipping those out. I'll have more customer service issues, people probably checking in on shipping times and dates and things like that. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to do that either. Like I'm going to do it in the beginning because I want to be involved and have my hands on it. Like I could have 
outsource the writing of my book to somebody else, but I really wanted to experience that firsthand. And now same thing. I want to put the ads up. I want to put the funnel up. I want the orders to come in. I want to print off the mailing labels and ship the books out uh, as well. So I just want to keep my hands on it. But very, very soon, I'm sure I'll get tired of doing that and I'll quit doing that as well. Remember, in your business, if you want to make $100,000 a year, that's roughly $50 an hour. So if you're doing a task like, let's say, customer service, responding to emails, things like that, would you gladly and excitedly pay somebody 50 bucks an hour to do that job? If the answer is no, then stop doing that job. If you want to make $200,000 a year, that's roughly $100 an hour. And if there's things in your life that you don't like doing, they're not your zone of genius, they drain you, and you're not good at them, you don't like them, then quit doing them. Look look for chances to quit things in your business. Um, I was in Toronto this week. I'm back in Colorado Springs now recording this at my kitchen table because that's kind of where I've set up a temporary workstation. As you uh, know, my office flooded downstairs, so it's kind of a a messy, it's just a mess. So I have my laptop upstairs. My wife's at an event this week and um, kind of holding down the fort here with my three boys who just went to bed and recording this episode for you here. But um, I was in Toronto this week and got to hear Stu McLaren. He's one of my favorite marketers. He's on my Mount Rushmore of marketing and he has a podcast called Marketing Your Business. And he was talking about something. It was kind of a throwaway statement. He was speaking at a mastermind I was at on Sunday and he said, if there's things you're tolerating in your life or your business, stop doing them. And I was maybe think about this notion about quitting stuff. Like it's okay to quit. It's okay to give up and say no to things and stop doing things and fire clients and transition away from personal relationships or transition away from professional relationships. Like that's okay to stop doing those things. You have full permission from me to stop doing those things. Are you tolerating a service package? Is there a thing you sell in your business? I have some white label services I'd build in the white with one hour funnel and I don't love doing them. They just kind of come in, they keep me busy. They keep Zach, my funnel guy busy. I don't love doing them. I'm just kind of tolerating them when they come in. And so that might not be something I offer very much longer. If I take my own advice, um, I had a, a old friend of mine was trying to get together last week for coffee and this might sound rude, but I asked him seven times for a clarification on exactly what the meeting was about because Sometimes these meetings with this person can go long or they're not as focused or whatever. And I'm just really busy. Last week was one of the busiest year, uh, weeks of our year. My wife prepping for three events. Can you imagine that? She's an event planner and she had three events and it was just very busy. And so I just wanted to make sure that he was pushing hard for this meeting and I wanted to make sure that it was going to be useful. We, ended up, we did end up having the meeting, but he, he was like, I was kind of taken aback by how hard it was to schedule a meeting. And I'm thinking, well, I, I, don't, I don't want to tolerate a meeting with you that might go two or three hours. I want to make sure that it's going to be a useful thing. So I'm always looking for things and chances in my life uh, that are going to be useful, that are going to be serving me, that are going to be adding to my mental state, that are going to bring me joy, that are things that I'm really good at, things that make money. Um, and I'll, I'll end with this. There's a story. So Dean Jackson, you know, I was on a, uh, his podcast, More Cheese, Less Whiskers. I was episode 100. Go check that out. And Dean has a concept that he talks about the, uh, the self-milking cow. And here's what the self-milking cow concept means. As far as the cow knows, the cow just makes milk, right? The cow doesn't know how to turn the milk into cheese or turn the milk into whatever the pasteurization process is they use to put the milk in the stores. The cow doesn't know those things. I was going to say he... In this example, I'm assuming the cow is a female. So the cow uh, doesn't know that stuff. It doesn't understand what happens to the milk after the milk gets made, but that's all the cow is good for. There's no other role in the cheese making process 
that the cow can fulfill. Like the farmer milks the cow and then the farmer puts the milk into whatever the process is, right? Like into the refrigerated trucks and the pasteurization system and ships it and processes it and makes it ready to go to be turned into all sorts of delicious dairy products that I can't really eat. Um, but all the cow does is make the milk. It doesn't really know what's going on beyond that. And maybe there's more here to this episode that we can unpack on a separate one. But uh, think about that in your business. Like recording this podcast, I'm the self-milking cow. I only can do this. I can't hire a VA in the Philippines to record my podcast. Now I can to have them maybe turn it into a blog post or get it transcribed and written, maybe have a video made about it, et cetera. But it's the only thing I can do. And uh, just kind of say no to everything else. Does that make sense? So keep that in mind. You're the cow. What are your only the, on, the only tasks that you can do to grow your business and nobody else can do? And then what are things in your business you tolerate and stop doing those things? Thanks for checking out today's episode of the Cody Builds a Business Podcast. It'd mean the world to me if you would take a second and rate and review the show wherever you listen to the podcast. And as we mention on here uh, almost every time now, to get a free copy of the book, The One Hour Funnel, go to onehourfunnel.com slash book, and you can see how the funnel works. You can copy the squeeze page. You can do whatever it is that you do with funnel pages. And then uh, worst case scenario, you'll get an awesome uh, digital copy of the book emailed to you right away. And then if you want to engage with the courses and other offers that I make on that, if you want to go deeper and move faster with the results that you're getting with your marketing and ads, and there's chances to do that too. So thanks again for checking out the episode and I'll see you on the next one. Oh, thank you.